Good morning from Westpac and welcome to another Finance AM podcast. I'm Ray Spizer, Westpac Market Strategist. In the financial markets on Friday night, we saw US equities rebounding without any obvious news catalysts to drive the move, but the S&P 500 closed up 2.4%, so a decent gain. Other asset classes, uh, not so upbeat though. Bond yields fell, as did the Aussie and Kiwi currencies, and commodities had a bit of slippage too. In the currency markets, the US dollar index closed unchanged on the day, so we had a mixed bag among the currencies. Uh, Generally, the safer haven type currencies did okay, but the Aussie dollar, it fell from 70.40 to 69.68, which is a fresh low since July 2020. And the Kiwi dollar fell from 65.85 to 65.30, which is a fresh low since October 2020. The Aussie Kiwi Cross, uh, not too much in terms of direction. It round-tripped from 106.93 down to 106.60 and back again. In the interest rate markets, the US two-year Treasury yield fell from 1.23 to 1.16%, while the 10-year yield fell from 1.85 to 1.77%. And in Australian government bond futures, uh, the three-year yield fell from 1.51 to 1.45, and the 10-year yield fell from 2 to 1.94%. Commodities, uh, Brent crude oil rose 0.7% to $90, but copper fell 2.6%, gold fell 0.3%, and iron ore traded at $140. In the... uh, data calendar, um, the main item that markets were watching was the uh, personal income and spending report for the month of December in the US. Pretty close to the expectations overall. Um, there's an item in that called the PCE deflator, the core PCE deflator that is. Uh, that's the variable that the Fed targets as an inflation uh, variable. And uh, that rose a little bit further. Uh, from previous annual pace of 4.7% to 4.9%. And we had a wages report out for the fourth quarter. The employment cost index uh, rose 1% for the quarter for an annual pace of 4%, and that's a 20-year high for the annual pace. Uh, We also had a Fed member out, Bostich. Um, He said that the Fed could hike by 50 if a uh, more aggressive approach to taming inflation is needed. So that's certainly an eyebrow raiser. And in Europe, we had uh, GDP outturns for various countries. Uh, France was a bit higher than expected, and Germany was a bit softer than expected. We'll get the overall European GDP figures tomorrow. On the day, what's that that could be market moving? There's really not not a lot of... uh, uh, data out that I think will ruffle markets. In Australia, we'll have the Westpac inflation gauge. Uh, that'll highlight inflation pressures and private sector credit. Uh, Japan's got industrial production. Euro will have uh, its Q4 GDP figures. Uh, that'll certainly be of interest to the European markets. And in the US, we'll have um, second-tier data, uh, the Chicago PMI, the Dallas Fed survey, and a Fed member daily speaking. So, as I said, in the US, not too much to ruffle uh, US or global markets there. Well, that's it for me today. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again same time tomorrow morning.